This is Smoking Out the Closet. Now, here are your hosts. Alrighty. Hey, everybody. <clears throat> oh, geez. I don't know why my voice is doing that. Okay. Um, hi, I'm Raven. I use she, her pronouns. Hi, I'm Asmodeus. I use they, them pronouns. Welcome back to our 100th episode of Smoking Out the Closet. Geez, a hundred episodes. Did you ever think we would get here, Azzy? No, honestly. I don't know. I would hope we would get here. I hope we get to like, I don't know, 500 would be cool. That should be our next like big thing. Yeah. To uh, to quote Rhett and Link with Good Mythical Morning, we're still doing it. <laughs> <clears throat> Lo and behold, I'm smoking for the first time today uh, since my surgery. And for some reason, um, the entire time while we were smoking uh, before the 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 show, um, did not cough a single time, not a one. But I eat a carrot, and all of a sudden I can't fucking stop coughing. Yeah. So, um, did we do pronouns? Yes. Okay. And we did our 100th episode of Smoking Out the Closet. Okay. Yeah. So what I'm doing right now is I'm actually, for those of you who are watching live on Instagram, um, you guys are getting all the feedback and everything live, but everything, everyone who's listening to the podcast um, after the fact will be actually, I, I think I'm going to, I'm going to try to get the video uploaded. So you should be able to watch the video um, on video format. But if you aren't watching it on the video format and you are doing audio only, this is something I actually got to think about right now. Um, we got, um, I'm just going to cover the QR codes. Um, we got Blazy Susan um, Terp Papers. Um, we tried the Rap OG. Uh, failed horribly with the uh, Mango Pineapple one. Because I was trying to treat it like actual blunt paper. Like actual, you got like uh, a cigar and actually took the dried tobacco off. Um, hey so Riley, how's it going? Apparently, that's not how you're supposed to do it. Um, but yeah, so I'm just getting this wrapped up for Azzy because I'm still kind of coming down from my last eye <laughs> because that was way too strong, honestly. Um, do you want to talk about the uh flower we're using for this? Oh, yeah, so we have. Hand over the same thing. Put my hand over the label. I'm taking the stickers or anything off. We we we've had this before. I actually can show you guys the Terp label. I don't know if you can see. This. Is that gonna be backwards because of my camera? Probably. Oh, I hate selfie cameras. Anyhow, thank you so much. <laughs> um, we're doing a lemon G CBD shake, <clears throat> and everybody. I don't know. Some people are just like, I don't like shake. I personally do terrapin shake. Has a lot of keef in it. Has little tiny buds. Um, the THC is not too bad on this either. It's 11%. Um, 7, almost 8% CBDA, which I really like. Um, it has a bit of CBG in there at 0.23%. Uh, your top terps in here are going to be terpenaline at 0.229 because, you know, I'm a, terp I'm a terpenaline boy. Then we got myrcene coming in at 0.161%. Pinene at 0.15. Uh, everything else is 0.12 or below. But yeah. <sighs> Old reliable here because we want to focus on these wraps right now. Also, like the lemony flavor and the flavor of the trapenoline, I feel like will complement these really nice. Mm -hmm. Now, I will say that one thing is um, we do have a grinder on side because the terrapin shake. <clears throat> I don't think we reviewed a terrapin shake on the podcast before. Um, can't it's got like small buds in it, so we got the goat grinder here um, to use for that. But I think I almost got this done for you. Sweet. Also, not a sponsor, but I got my cool Spencer's mug that Raven got <laughs> me last year. I don't know if anybody follows me on my personal Instagram. You probably saw this, but my favorite coffee mug. Where did the lighter go? Um, here's one. But sorry we're late on uh, going live. We were meant to do this on um, actual noon, but got a little busy uh, backed up with setup and everything. Also, you got really high. Yeah, I got really high and I needed to come down. It was uncomfortably high. Which, I am so sorry. It's okay. I know what that's like. It's it's not a fun time. Okay, it's not the greatest wrap. I, I mean, do apologize. No, it's okay. As long as it's functional. So, 
<clears throat> I also have to remember to speak up because this microphone doesn't pick me very pick me up very well in our test. Yeah. Let's see if Instagram has a problem with us. Yeah, this is also a big one. We are recording, um, as we are live, we are recording um, on podcaster or Podcasters by Spotify, formerly Anchor. Um, but it didn't like. Downside to uh, once is you get the Scooby Doo's and Scooby Snacks. Scooby Snacks, yeah. I think you can get it. It's just not staying together very well. I don't know what I did on that first one that worked really well. I think you just kind of got to hold it. All right. Well. <clears throat> um. Now, I'm honestly. Um, I like these. I don't like how hard they are to use as a product. I've had the rose wraps, and I feel like those were easier to manage than these for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. I think this is just like the the consistency of the wrap or like maybe what you're using as a flavoring is interfering with the structure of the wrap. I also realized it was just on frame. I'm so sorry for everybody <laughs> watching on Instagram. I'm just kind of over here messing with this. But, like, it, they are turbine-infused wraps, so maybe the oil or whatever they're using to infuse it, it's just kind of... It's lighter. It's not sticking. I'm also not trying to get us taken down within the first five minutes. <laughs> Fair. Um, but I will say, they are nice. Um, so far, I have tasted the OG wrap, the mango pineapple wrap, and now the Russian cream wrap. And they all taste amazing. Um, so that is giving it. And I'm giving user error here because I don't make, I don't roll blunts a whole lot, to be honest. I don't either. I don't do, like, nicotine much anymore. Not very well. My heart rate is high enough as it is. Mm -hmm. So maybe, you know, once this, if this is great for us, maybe it'll be something I can get more used to because I'd rather do hemp-based wraps um, or rose wraps. I really like the rose wraps Those from really Lazy nice. Susan. Not as a sponsor, but we are affiliate, so um, we will talk about our code yes. a little bit down the road. We also got a nice little postcard from Lazy Susan with these. It's like, hey, we're sending these out as samples. Um, we want your feedback on them, so we'll be providing that to them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you probably have all sorts of cool deals and shit going on for the holidays. Yeah, I um I don't know a hundred percent what exactly they are um doing uh for the holidays, but I know they do have sales going going on. They had a Black Friday sale not too long ago. Um, honestly. Flavor's saving this, but just because of difficulty, I'm adding a little bit because I know some of it could be user error. I'm giving them a 3.7. I feel like out of five. <clears throat> I don't know. I feel like that's what I would definitely give the rose wraps because they have a little bit more heft. I feel like they stuck together at least a little bit better, but those had a weird, like, they got mushy. Yeah, same with these. They got mushy. Um, probably like a three and a half. They taste better than pretty much anything else. I know they're not going to make me sick because they're not tobacco. They're not yeah. treated weird like um, cigar wraps are. That's why I don't do blunts. And they um, burn real well, I will They do. Say. They burn really even. I'm going to risk getting us taken down, but if you see that there's a perfect ring around there. So it, if I master it and if it's like more something I will try down the road to fix better, um... I want to say a four, but just because of the difficulty, like it's the the non-intuitive and then everything I looked up between actual blunts and then blunt wraps, I do everything the way they say and it's still not sealing properly. I got, I can't put it at a four. Yeah, I don't think I can either. If they need to, if that is something you, you need to work on, we'll definitely mm -hmm. let you know about that. 
Um, but as they stand right now, yeah. Um, now, I, I'm good. I'm good. good. I don't want to risk getting too too high again. Well, then I will just hug this then for the rest of the <laughs> for the rest of the time that it is available to do that. Um, now I will say we haven't been on for a while. Um, a lot of that has been due to me healing, um, and then uh, just kind of getting everything set up for this hundredth episode because we wanted it to be live for you guys. We've never done a live show with the exception of the Pittsburgh Cannabis Festival the first year we were there. Yeah. Um, but that wasn't a live show. It was more of we were live through Spotify, and then I took that audio and kind of just ran with it. There wasn't a whole lot of interaction, um, and there was not a, no video really. So we wanted to do like a video interactive episode for our hundredth episode, which I thought would be pretty cool. Yeah, and I'm very excited for it. Also, for you, those of you listening to the podcast. Um, I'm not quite sure what the timestamp is going to look like on this when you click on the um, episode. It might be a little bit longer just because we have our Instagram. Also, I don't know. It might be a little bit shorter. Who knows? Um, I was I was thinking of going a max two hours. Max of two hours. That's just fair. because of it's our 100th episode and I want to like do stuff with you guys. And I'm also going to probably pull a lot of new stuff live on the show to kind of show you how like we pull up our stuff. Um, and a little behind the scenes. There's going to be a huge question and answers question and answer section um for this but the whole thing is going to be an hour to two hours long um i think i fixed it of course after you're not smoking it anymore i fixed it oh good um i'm so sorry I'm you're, good. Over here. you're good you're good um so we got the review do you want to start on the first article or like the first thing yeah to talk about Okay, so thanks to the people at... Hang on, let me make sure my sound's down. Um, thanks to the people at Folks, uh, F-O-L-X, on TikTok. Uh, I just got to bring it up because I want to actually quote what they said on the thing. Um, we have some uh, tips for flying while trans. And I feel like I got to adjust my mic for some reason, so I'm sorry if that is picked up on... There the podcast on the podcast um so documents legal name uh and gender markers a lot of people either don't have their preferred name on there um they do but the gender mark marker doesn't quite match yet or the gender marker marker does match um but it's an old photo or you know you you know, you have a current photo, but the gender marker doesn't match with that photo. Like, or you're transitioning, and you don't look like what your ID looks like anymore. Exactly. There's a whole lot of combinations that can kind of go wonky with that. Um, so, people of folks recommend you can obtain a note from your healthcare professional um, explaining why your appearance may have changed. Um, so you, you don't have to. TSA, honestly, they're a bunch of assholes. A security theater um so they're gonna make life difficult for everybody you know how many people they actually fucking like find with weapons and shit it's like under 10 percent. yeah it's a very small amount of things they prevent than people actually getting through um, it just makes you feel safer being on an mm-hmm. airplane doesn't mean you're actually safer security theater it honestly it, it honestly is Shout out Adam Conover. I think he also did a uh, an Adam ruins everything. Yeah, on security theater. He, he did. Um, body scanners. No, body scanners have been an issue for a while for a lot of trans people, um, especially for people who either have yet to receive certain sur- surgeries or don't want those surgeries. Um, so the problem with uh, the body scanners is they are set up with a binary cis body recognition system. So if you uh, use me for an example, if I go through, I have I haven't got had bottom surgery, so if I go through and they see female on my gender marker, they're gonna put it as female, and then you know the lower half is going to throw some flags and warning systems. Now you can opt out of the body scanner, and I think they are usually uh, randomly picked, but you have to go through a pat down. Uh, instead of going through the body scanner. And you are allowed to ask for somebody of a preferred gender to do your pat down. Mm-hmm. Like whoever you are most comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And even even that, 
the pat downs also have a thing here. Um, if a pat down is required, you are allowed to request the pat down to be done in private. Um, and you are allowed to bring a companion with you as a witness. I don't know why I said witness weird there. As a witness. It's a witness. A, a wet wit witness. Witness. A witness. Um, now, per the TSA website, um, with the exception of like your shoes and your jacket that you got to throw in through the scanner and everything, TSA agents should not um, should not and should never ask you to remove any articles of clothing while you're doing while they're doing your pat down, or any prosthesis or prosthetics. I don't know what the crop, proper plural form is um during the pat down um because that that can be an issue and people have gotten in trouble as tha agents for doing that but also it's a very big uh invasion of people's privacies yeah because like i don't want anybody touching me there you know i have a hard time with people just just pat downs in general like i don't like being pat down I was in the military. Yeah, the ones at TSA, they're, I don't know, they're like half-assed, honestly. Because mm -hmm. every other time I would try to go through the Pittsburgh International Airport, they, they would, would pull me aside and I'd have to eh. be, yeah, and I would have to be an extra like 10 minutes late to the gate. I had to show up like an hour early because I knew I was going to get held up at the, at the mm. fucking body scanner. They were going to search my laptop and do the little thing with the ballistics, whatever, mm -hmm. because I don't like my laptop. And then they were going to take me aside and pat me down because I, I look suspicious. Usually. Mm -hmm. And another thing is, um, going off the trans thing, don't bring your Magic the Gathering cards through through an airport. No? No, because of that cardboard um, insert and everything, that flags. Also, don't bring CDs. Yeah. Um, a coworker of mine had a big stack of CDs and they thought it was a bomb. Yeah, the uh, the the insert for um, for Magic the Gathering cards, and I think a lot of Wizards, the company who used to make Pokemon cards, so your older Pokemon cards uh, made in the states, um, f like show up on the X-ray and look like just squares. So if you have a bunch of them, it kind of looks a little suspicious. Oh boy! Um, so it's just what they're made out of then right yeah it's just basically what it's made out of once you open it they open it up and see it's just a bunch of playing cards and they kind of feel it they're like okay but they they have to check because yeah. it's flagged um hrt and carry-on stuff um you are allowed your medication and supplies that includes any uh needles pills lotion gel digestibles whatever you have for your hrt um as well as your prosthetics. Um, they're allowed to go through the checkpoint after going through security. You just have to make sure that everything is labeled with a prescription with your name on it. Now, here's the thing where it gets tricky is some people have their um, doctor's documentation sometimes can have their preferred name on it. Um, so make sure you have to have, you know, just be like, hey, just be on the safe side. Let's have everything match what my state ID says. Or driver's license. Your you legal know. name. Yeah, your legal name. Uh, so you can communicate with TIC agents. Um, you have a right to privacy, and you can always speak with a supervisor at any time if you ever feel uncomfortable with anything that they are doing. Um, or if you have questions and you just don't believe the person that is going there, you are allowed to ask for a supervisor. Um, now, here's the thing. I'm not 100% sure what it is, but you would be able to consider, uh, consider carrying a discreet notification card to disclose a uh, specific person or to disclose specific personal information to TSA agents. So I think it's just like a little info card that says like, you know, I'm trans. This is a thing I have, you know, this blah, is blah, what's going to be in my luggage. Yeah. It's flagged. Um, of course, the people at folks have a website. Um, you can visit them at folks.com, I believe. Um, and they have more information on their library. Big shout out to them for being able to come across this information and to for providing this kind of information for people because I don't think this is a lot of something that people think about until it, it actually comes time to travel or you're going somewhere. No, you're right because I personally, I haven't gone through the airports since I transitioned. I haven't either. Um, so it's going to be very interesting. Um because I, 
honestly, I, I've never flown a whole lot. It was basically just kind of like to and from with the military is pretty much the only time I've been in an airplane with the exception of getting on like a little Cessna and kind of flying around like a small festival and everything. Um, I was on those little like, I call them pack of gun planes. There's like 10 people who can fit on there. Mm -hmm. That includes the pilot. Um, and then I was only on one big plane to go to Disney. Yeah, we drove to Disney. <laughs> That's a lot of driving. Yeah. Of course, I was also in the car whenever we drove to Colorado with my foster family, so. But I will say um, it is definitely something to consider. Check your resources. Make sure you know your rights uh, going through the airport. Even if you're not trans, um, make sure you know your rights um, when going through the airport and make sure you are safe and protected. Um, but yeah, I, it's just, it's, it's horrible to think about, to be honest. It, it's horrible that like, this is an issue that like, it's, it's one of those things of like, okay, we're going to have this issue and we're going to target this group of people. And in this case, it's terrorists, right? And heavy air quotes on terrorists. Um, and so they they want to use this, and this is kind of like going on a little tangent. What's going on with like the trans issue in America mm -hmm. um, is that there are repercussions for certain things that people don't understand when they make laws that sometimes get turned and twisted and affect other people a lot. So we have this whole TSA thing. Security gets ramped up in airports, and it's supposed to make everybody feel uh, safer. It's becoming a more of an inconvenience a lot of the time. Um, and so you have like these scanners and everything when they're dry, like that, like, oh, we're supposed to help with detect weapons and everything. But now you have an entire community, like a trans people, just being thrown to the side, um, basically being targeted for, you know, things getting flagged and acting like, you know, oh, there's a weapon when it's just literally how my body is. Yeah. Or you know any trans person's body is so it's kind of it's kind of weird and it's kind of sad. I know sometimes honest. the like cis people they 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 some some cis people can flag them as well. Yeah, like say say a cis person is just like naturally flat chested mm -hmm. and just goes through throws off the scanners because the scanners are calibrated for a certain measurement. They're also the assuming a lot. Yes. When you go through those body scans. Exactly. Like, what if someone had, had a double mastectomy? Mm -hmm. and, and they you. don't have, you know, breasts anymore. Or what if they have prosthesis for it, mm -hmm. too? You know, there's so much that they just assume with that, like, they don't understand the repercussions of. And the thing with the trans healthcare is pretty much the same right now. We're, we're banning a group, we're targeting a, a, a group of people, say like the trans bathroom bills. And we talked about this a little bit before. And so with the trans bathroom bills, you know, you get um, these people who like, quote unquote, think someone is trans when they're actually just cis. Like, oh, this person's a man because she's naturally bulky. This person's a, a woman because they're on the short side. And it'll fit my my image of what a cisgendered person looks like. And people have gotten hurt, like seriously hurt, because they think someone's trans. Like people have gotten sent to the hospital over this stuff. And it's it's bullshit, mm -hmm. to be honest. Um geez, I want to keep going, but I know with our our podcast podcasters for Spotify. Yeah. We're almost at our 30-minute cap because we have the free ones, so we have recorded 30-minute chunks in our fans of the podcast. Obviously, if you're watching, uh, you know how we record. So Honestly, we could stop the recording and then start a new one. It would just kind of vamp while the new one starts. Yeah. Which I could do the vamping. So we reviewed the... Or wait, hang on. We're going to go to a break on, yeah, on, uh, on the audio side. So uh, for all of our podcast listeners, we are almost to our 30-minute mark. So we will re return to you after a word from our sponsors.
Free in pink and purely wood pulp derived, Blazy Susan pink rolling papers and cones will add a pop of color to your next smoke sesh. Their classic pink papers are naturally dyed, vegan, GMO free, and food safe. They contain no amounts of heavy metals or pesticides unlike other paper producers. Care about what goes in your lungs with Blazy Susan papers and cones. Use promo code BGSOTC20 at checkout to get 20% off with your friends at Smoking Out the Closet. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $50 in the United States. Alrighty, we are back. Um, no, I have a thing that is also kind of messed up. Um, so, KTLA5, which is a local news source for the Los Angeles area, um, wrote this article on the 1st of December um, and then updated it like 20 minutes later. A Ventura County woman killed a man during weed-induced psychosis. Now, I want to put a huge disclaimer on this. I'm not a doctor. Neither of us are doctors. We don't have any medical background and everything. And the and I want to put a huge butt on this, like a huge one. Dump truck ass. Yeah, butt. like a dump truck ass butt. Um, that. We didn't do psychosis. It's still medical stuff that we haven't fully understand yet. There are still studies that need to be done. If, you know, say someone who has a mental health condition and introduces cannabis to it can be affected by that. But cannabis-induced psychosis is not a term I am very comfortable with um, when it comes to cannabis and when it comes to the science because a lot of it is the interaction. You can get in psychosis from adding alcohol to someone who has schizophrenia. I have had a nurse practitioner, someone who was allowed to prescribe medication, mm-hmm. say that that was where that was where some of my like go 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 might have been coming from. I was like, no, no, I know exact. That's not you're not trying to, you know, <coughs> explain away my hypomania episodes as I'm smoking weed. Yeah, it was even when I was sober, and I also know what a sativa feels like. This is coming from somebody who's probably never smoked weed a day in his life, and he's also presenting these things as if they're facts of like, oh, well, it's it has been known to negatively affect bipolar, and I'm like, where are you? Where's the studies? I I work in the industry. I literally told you the beginning when I sat down here that I worked in the industry. What are you trying to tell me? And that's the thing I hate too is a lot of medical professionals they they use that they say thing, and that argument is whatever you are arguing. When the moment when you say. Well, you know, or they say, your whole argument is gone now. Invalid. It, because you don't provide sources. It's just pure hearsay that you're pulling up. If you say, the World Health Organization has said this. Well, guess what? You can't say that because there's there's nothing there right mm-hmm. now. Nothing. And that's why we need more studies. Now, cannabis use, or not, not cannabis use disorder, that's bunk bullshit too. But uh, cannabis hypermesis syndrome, CHS. That's something that can be, and I do believe that. I don't think it's everybody, and I don't think it's because people are using high-potency cannabis, personally, for years and years and years. I personally think it's something like um, like Markiplier. He can't produce, he can't, like, process alcohol. process alcohol. And I think that is something similar. Like, some people just physically cannot process cannabis. And you can do that with anything. Like, you know, some people can't process the enzymes in red meat. They get sick from that. Hi. Um, some people are allergic to a specific <coughs> enzyme that is in, found in lettuce and onions, or Sorry. known someone like that. So these things can happen, but do I honestly think this is cannabis-induced psychosis? Personally, no, because I've read the article, and it it seems bullcrap, to be honest. I, that just, I don't know, that term just reeks of bullshit. It reeks why of that, for menace. Why does that sound like... Why does that sound akin to like the Freudian bullshit? A little bit. It is. It is a term that uh, came out from the reefer madness push back in the thirties, tw- uh, not twenties. I almost said the twenties. The thirties is when the can push we, really happened. Can we watch that again, please? Uh, protect your children. Reefer madness. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, if memory serves, uh, 
and someone could correct me on this one too. Um, I think Reefer Madness kind of became the 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 overall um, cover for the uh, based on the poster, but also the three movies that came out about the time. But the the movie, the first one, which the movie Reefer Madness, the musical kind of parodies, is called Protect Your Children. Okay. Well, or we should watch. Along those lines. We should watch Protect Your Children. I was talking to Mia about this. We should watch Protect Your Children, and then we should watch Reefer Madness, and then they've never watched it. Rift. Oh yeah, we, we, need, we need to watch, to watch it Rift because I can't from MST3K. Yes, and I can't remember if it's MST3K or if it's like Rift Tracks. It's one of those two, not Cinematic Titanic. Um, okay, so here's the article itself. Now we spent like four minutes talking about it <laughs> without actually reading it. Uh, a Thousand Oaks woman was convicted of killing a man during an episode of Psychosis that was brought on by marijuana, according to Ventura County District Attorney's Office. The suspect, identified as Bryn Spedger, 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 I can't pronounce it. Spedger, S-P-E-J-C-H-E-R. Uh, 32, was convicted of killing Chad O'Melia, Melia, uh, a man she had been dating for a few weeks. On May 27, 2018, now this is a five years ago. There's so much more science and evidence we have gotten since then, but five fucking years. Five fucking years that we've 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 had to deal with this crap. Um, of just like information change and everything, but like this is this is a five year old case. Yeah, this has gone on for five years. Um, Bryn went to uh, Chad's apartment where they both took several hits of a from a bong filled with marijuana. Now you could tell this is written by someone who has never once hit like smoke weed ever can i say something real fast yeah this might be k2 if this is something that actually has happened because people confuse weed and k2 all the mm. fucking time especially like local news journalists and like people who don't the know cops. what k2 is the cops and as someone who has accidentally done it before um i don't know if i've talked about that story before on the podcast i think you have but i might go, go on about it again um so i was at a frat party I didn't watch them grind the weed up, which always watch the person grind if they're rolling for you. Um, and then we smoked, and it tastes like um, burning plastic and cat piss, mm. and it smells horrible, and it makes your legs go out from under you, and you just kind of melt into wherever you are. And I saw sounds, and it was really trippy, and I had a mild reaction, apparently. But this shit is like, I don't know what kind of... They could literally take grass from their backyard and grind it up and dry it, and they and put spray it, spray with, it with some sort of chemicals, and then... If you, you don't see someone it. grind it and actually have the bud flower out in front of you, don't, don't trust smoke it. it. No, don't trust because it. You never know what likely, they like for that shit. Yeah, more than likely it's K two. And later I figured out RMU had a K two problem. Yeah, did it? Yes, but the more extreme reactions to that is you're gonna like blow holes in your ceiling. You're gonna walk off balconies. You're gonna like you know put your fucking fork in the light socket because you think it's fun. <coughs> this shit can drive you nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I. I. I I believe it. So I'm like, what if this? What if this is just another? It's K two, not weed. But let's continue on and see what they have. What what other bullshit they have to say? Um. So Brandon experienced an adverse reaction from the marijuana and suffered uh cannabis induced psychosis disorder, according to authorities. Uh, during the psychotic episode, Bryn stabbed Chad multiple times, eventually killing him. She also stabbed herself repeatedly. Officials say the next morning, officers arrived at the apartment to find Chad in a pool of blood. And Bryn screaming hysterically while still holding a knife in her hands. This, this kind of sounds like psychosis, but also kind of sounds like there's something else. Like, we don't, I don't know the full case because this is literally just a fucking article. It sounds like K2. And the thing that scares me with it too is, you know, what if, I'm not saying he did, but what if Chad did lace it? And tried something like we we don't fully know. Yeah, we have no idea. But this is the thing that gets me is there's not a lot of information on it though. Couldn't they just fucking like test the test the bong, test the residue, mm -hmm. do drug test, drug mm -hmm. analysis on like the corpses? The thing is, I think a little bit of like anti weed was in the officials and everything. Yeah, this sounds very... Very Very protect your children. But, he, and like, you know, these officials, you know, the, the district attorney, the cops, they're they very anti-weed. 
and there's a lot of parts of California that cops are still very anti-weed and so are judges. Now, here's my other thing is I think this is also the lawyer. Uh, I got this from Reddit on the on the r slash trees uh, subreddit. And what they did was basically someone said, what if this was basically the lawyer saying this? And because, you know, sometimes the lawyers will do that to get the public on their side. They'll have articles written. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It, it's happened before. Now, this is officials saying it, but who's the official? It's not source. So I'm like, what if the lawyer's saying it? Yeah. Um, uh, officers had to tase uh, Bryn um, as they try to plunge the knife into their neck. Um, officers use a taser and several baton blows before they were finally able to dis uh, disarm Bryn. Authorities said after uh, a long serrated bread knife was taken from her hands. Um, Chad was pronounced uh, dead at the scene and Bryn was convicted by a jury of involuntary manslaughter. She was charged with the special allegation of using a deadly weapon, a serious felony. A crime involving, involving great violence and violence that indicates serious danger to society and being armed with and using that weapon to uh, commit a crime. Uh, according to the Vigera County Senior Deputy District Attorney, Audrey Nafziger, uh, or Ziger, this was a hard-fought case where the victim's family had to wait a long time for justice, and I'm grateful for the jury's verdict. We will continue with the present, uh, presentation on of evidence on Monday. Uh, Bryn is scheduled to appear on, in court on December 4th, which is tomorrow, uh, for the hearing. So that's that's the thing is we don't we don't know we don't know. There's not a whole lot that's been released to the public yet on this information. And it's it screams re for madness. It legit screams it a lot. And because it's like, oh, it's easier to pin it on weed than it is to do the paperwork. Um, and also, my in, in a way, I'm like, what if he did lace it? And mm -hmm. like, what if this was like, what if it was K2? What if that's what he was doing? And what if this, you know, I don't know. Because there's a lot of what ifs. And I'm just... No, there is a lot it's of what is, unfortunate. and it, it is very unfortunate because we don't we don't know. No, we honestly don't know. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to get the word out that we're live <laughs> while we're live. Um, but yeah, we we don't know anything right now about it. Oh, I could. Oh, can you share it? I, oh, I can share from here. That's cool. Oop. Oop. Don't mind me. Vince can probably <laughs> see Raven over there. Uh, share it to the cool movie, Joe, too. I'm going to send it to everybody. Gee. I don't care. Let's just send it to everyone. Oh, yeah. do you think Puffco would watch that? would be kind of cool. Who knows? Weed and Grub? Absolutely. Blazy Susan, we're using your stuff. You're also online. Magic Butter Machine. The Hemp Co. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Heinz. <laughs> nah. There we go. Okay, cool. I just invited a whole bunch of people. I forgot you can do that. Um, so maybe we'll see an influx in people. I should have thought about that earlier. That's all right. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a lot of bullshit that's going on that people don't fully understand the science, unfortunately. And I'm not saying that we do fully because no one fucking does. It's hard to do research on something that's so federally illegal. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a lot of why Nixon made it that way. Because, well, people can't argue against it because there's no science behind it. So they just have to basically say what we have to say kind of mm -hmm. thing. Um, so anything else you want to add on that? As I open up my huge-ass Yeti thermos of water. No, I don't think so. Also, let me know if I put enough lemon in there for you. No? Anymore. Okay, I'm sorry. It's okay. It's a big thing. It is a big thing. I didn't want to put too much in there, though. No, that's fair. Is it raining? Yeah, probably. Oh, it is raining. I've never been down here when it was raining. <laughs> There's a little window you can't see, but it's right over here off camera, and it's glass, and it has like those blocky, I don't know, like art kind of glass. You can hear the rain outside. 
All right, so I found this article from Marijuana Moment, just kind of mindlessly scrolling through my phone one day. And uh, it's from Marijuana Moment from November 28th. Fetterman says Pennsylvania is getting lapped on marijuana legalization by nearby states because GOP opposes common sense policy. Um, first of all, I will agree with this title. <laughs> just the title of the article in general. I feel like we are definitely, we're definitely behind the ball on this one. I mean, yeah. I mean, there is one state that surrounds us that, and it's barely touching Pennsylvania. And that's West Virginia. That doesn't have recreational. We cannot let, okay, we already let Ohio beat us to it. Which I also. I mean, it's not implemented yet. What's the, it's the third. So we have. I, no, I think it's implemented. No, I thought it was the seventh. Is it the seventh? I thought it was the seventh. So oh. we have four days. We got four days. Which. For Ohio. Once I get my money, starting with short-term disability, look out for us because we're a common. They're going to be coming. It's like 30 minutes from here. Yeah, we could literally just go. We can go to a Raising Cane's and buy weed. Oh my God. <laughs> yes, please. I mean, we do that in PA, but like, but like we try smoke, Ohio stuff. We can smoke weed in the in the parking lot. Oh my God. Did we tell our <laughs> Ohio weed story ever when we were in Ohio? Yes, we did. That we... story is going to be so funny now because Ohio is going to be wrecked. But anyway, this shouldn't have happened. They shouldn't have went wrecked before us. And if we can't let West Virginia beat us too, that would just be embarrassing. I mean, I am very proud for Ohio like Ohio residents because they voted on it. They got it on. Mm -hmm. They got enough signatures to get it on the ballot and they voted to have uh, abortions added as a state constitutional based protected right. Ohio also has home grow. They do. But they're kind of really fucked up when it comes to trans rights and everything right now, which is a sad part. Also, I want to see if they're going to standardize their measurement now. Oh, instead of going from the pharmacy board where it's like 2.8 something. Yeah, dumb, whatever the hell it is. Instead of like an eighth. Ooh, I'm so sorry if everybody just heard that. Oh, my tummy. (laughs) Um, Senator John Fetterman says the marijuana legalization is inevitable. Uh, but yet another one of his home state's neighbors enacted the reform. He concedes that the path in Pennsylvania has proved more challenging amid GOP resistance uh, to the common sense policy that's backed by the majority of voters. The senator, who has long championed cannabis legalization and made it a key issue when he served as Pennsylvania lieutenant governor, spoke about the prospects of reform in the state and federal level in an interview with City and State Pennsylvania that was published on Monday. There's a quote coming from him. It's absurd. It's absolutely absurd. How many states around Pennsylvania are we falling behind? Fetterman said, reflecting on Ohio's recent vote to legalize cannabis at the ballot. I don't know why Republicans are opposing it because the majority of their constituents want this. It shouldn't be that hard here in Pennsylvania. It just makes it more silly. It's so simple and easy to just give people what they want. And again, make it safe and make it make jobs. Because also... To add on to that, mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, there was an article that I saw that just the title of is Pennsylvania is one of the worst states for jobs. Like, yes. Across the board. It I was is. talking about this with my coworkers the other day. A lot of it is the rural parts of Pennsylvania. I mean, you could attest to this growing up in um, also central Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though I'm not originally from central Pennsylvania, I could talk about Lock Haven and like Millhall and Flemington and all that surrounding area. Center County in Pennsylvania right smack dab in the middle of the state only has one official city in the entire county and that is lock haven because the courthouse is there everything else is boroughs townships um etc middle of the state when you think middle of the state of pennsylvania you think penn state university that's not even technically considered a city Mm -mm. and that has way more people than lock haven which is the weird part Mm -hmm. but um so the jobs in that area, you got your fast food jobs like McDonald's, Dunkin', Wendy's, Taco Bell, you know, you got that jazz. You got your university jobs like food service, the janitorial stuff. Yeah, because Lock Haven does have a uni- uh, like a local small university. Um, now, the other thing, you have small mom and pop restaurants, like family-owned restaurants. Um, you have sometimes a Walmart, which is very rare in a lot of places, gas station jobs. The only big employer in that area is the factory. It is literally one of those towns where like either the factory or the mine is pretty much where everybody works. Well, speaking of factories, did you hear that they're thinking about putting an Amazon warehouse in central PA? Yeah, I did. That would create a lot of jobs, but also they're not the right kind of jobs. They're mm. fucking horrible. You know, I, I would like to see more cannabis jobs out in, in the center of the state. Absolutely. State College has three officially now. Um, Which is great because whenever we left, there was one. Yeah, there was we're one. We're building a second one. 
And so, yeah, they were building the uh, Cureleaf one when we left. Mm -hmm. That was still being built, yeah. Mm -hmm. Which fuck Cureleaf. But to get back to the article, uh, all the benefits are going to the cartels, but now it should be going to the state. He drew uh, parallels to tobacco and alcohol products, stressing that people should have the right to buy them in regulated market where they are taxed and tested for quality rather than having people resort to illicit markets, bathtub gin, and the like. I mean, um, it makes sense. Prohibition did kill a lot of people just because of how potent the fucking alcohol was. Mm -hmm. There are things that are so much more lethal and dangerous and addictive. You don't have any of those issues with cannabis, he said, uh, which... Yeah. Fuck yes. 100% agree. Uh, Fetterman said that the issue is overwhelmingly bipartisan as partly evidenced by his experience as Pennsylvania's lieutenant governor leading and listening tour across the state to discuss legalization. Uh, whether it was red or blue county, people were really respectful and it was a true conversation. We never once had a pro wrestling breakout with people throwing chairs or anything like that. He said, I think I, I missed that conversation. I missed that. And I think people appreciated having that conversation. I thought it was a great model, too, because we didn't leave anyone behind. <coughs> and that's the thing, too, is, like, a lot of the state and a lot of the issues with politicians that keep hitting the table. Sorry. Uh, a lot of the issues with certain um, politicians on either side of the uh, the party line um, is you will have people who, you know, have, like, hey, we have a lot of signatures from the people. 70% of ballpark. I know it's more probably, like, 63 in Pennsylvania to be kind of closer. accurate, but, like, say 70%. 60% of the state cross the board saying, yeah, just fucking legalize it. We don't care, you know? Um, and instead, they vote based on their party lines. And that can get you in a lot of trouble. That's why George Santos just got kicked out of Congress. Which he was the sixth person to be ever voted out of Congress. Uh, I think specifically the House of Representatives. Yeah, the senator said the Republican lawmakers largely at fault for continued prohibition on cannabis uh, in states like Pennsylvania and federal law. It's always Republicans going against something that should be common sense. And the majority of people, like you said, like you were talking about, mm -hmm. really want, and whether it's ab abortion or weed, he said, in Pennsylvania, they're gumming it up. And I suspect any national way of legalizing it would be gummed up by the Republicans, too. The truth is, it's going to be legal. Can I also point out, we were one of the last fucking states to legalize gay marriage before it went federally legal. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to see that happen with cannabis, too. I really because don't we're either. so fucking slow and behind the eight ball on everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's, there's just there's a lot of stuff that's still being enforced based on old, outdated Quaker law. We were talking about this, about the, um, the metaphysical shop in Hanover, Pennsylvania, that I've been following on uh, our TikTok who is being harassed by the state, or I don't know, local police, Hanover police, I believe it is specifically. I don't know if they're state or just townies. Um, but they're harassing this metaphysical shop for providing tarot card readings and selling that service. It's an old annotated law in Pennsylvania that you can't do fortune telling, which is fucking it, stupid. You can't sell it. Yeah, You can't, you can't sell, sell fortune telling. Fortune -telling. Which I'm like, well, what is prayer? What is, what is, you know, yeah. what is saying, like, you know, just religious services? Is that not the same? That's the thing is, like, also, we, we got to have separation of church and state, you know? Absolutely. And, and, and I'm not going against anyone who, you know, does, like, tarot card readings or goes to church or temple or whatever, you know? It's just, it's it just it more of. To be se it's separate. Yes, it needs to be separate, but also, to me, I don't see a full difference versus one practice versus the other, yeah, personally. Um, and so I'm just like, why is why does one get the pass, but the other doesn't, you know? It's not right. Yeah, it's not. Also, a little quick aside, the mangler scene in downtown Pittsburgh always kind of yeah whistles me yeah but that's it's not officially that's on private property i learned is it it's on the civil works building plaza okay well then never mind i guess yeah also speaking of that that fucking bench we rant? we're gonna, we're gonna rant a okay. little bit before we go back to this article okay so we are pittsburgh based <laughs> we are a pittsburgh based podcast which shout out all your yinzers it's gonna take some time for me to get used to that i'm still gonna call people y'all anyway there was a bench outside this building in the middle of the public sidewalk. 
we sat down on it for like what five minutes and a security guard came out like oh you can't sit there too long this is private property yeah the it, building's private property it's in the middle of the sidewalk if you designed a bench there's no signage that says you can't sit there the only signage around the area was no rollerblading or skateboarding that was it okay yeah i'm like it's not like we were there was benches underneath like where the building arced over we weren't even sitting there it was on the bench like mm -hmm. sidewalk sidewalk bench you look straight up it's nothing but sky and it's made out of the same material the building's made out of which, yeah okay i guess aesthetic it's choice yeah it's connected to the building but it's in the middle of the public sidewalk like do you not have anything better to do get bent yeah piss off <laughs> Fucking so yeah, we were on our way to the Handmade Arcade, which shout out the Handmade Arcade. We can also, talk about that too. The fucking, speaking of religion, the weirdos that were downtown. Oh yeah. Those people, I don't know what they were. It smelled like they were burning plastic in their incense burner. It almost made me have a fucking asthma attack. Yeah, I don't even know freaking, if I have asthma. These freaking guys who just shout out about like, oh, everyone's turning their back on God. There's going to be redemption. He's coming back. Of course, I have my freaking trans toppers on my glasses i had my pittsburgh satanic temple t-shirt on with my rainbow jacket unzipped with my pronoun pin on it and they were like <sighs> yeah and i just made a show of like coughing and sputtering and just <clears throat> yeah it's it's ridiculous like Disgust. why the, like why do people feel like they could do that it's fucking ridiculous also they're on public property doing that they're mm -hmm. on the sidewalk impeding the flow of traffic of people sharing the sidewalk. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they pretty much had an entire section blocked section. off of the sidewalk. Like You had to actually kind of like push by them. Going back to this the article. pretty much the same thing we're just saying. Okay. It's literally, he's saying the, same, he's saying the exact same shit. We're all on the same page. We're all on the same page. No, why don't we just fucking legalize it? God damn it. <laughs> to quote Rocky Horror Picture Show, we just want to legalize it. God, God damn, damn it. it. <sighs> Anywho, we're at 26 minutes on our podcast. Do we want to do another article or um do you want to answer some questions sure. or do you want to look up article? Because I do have some questions that have been answered or that we can't answer okay. from people on Instagram. Um if you want to do that quick in case this just ends up being an hour. Sure. Um Let's see here. Okay, uh, heinous podcast. Uh, so heinous pod at heinous pod who makes um, heinous investigations, widely uh, widely production uh, podcast, um, did ask us um, what has been the highlight of the podcast for us this year, and also congratulations on one hundred episodes. Probably for me, it was being at Pittsburgh Pride. Yeah. That that was the that was the highlight for this year. Yeah. Honestly, it's it's a mix because Pride was a huge one. Tabling at Pride was very special for me, um, especially for a city I have fallen in love with. So I feel like that is tied with the ability to go to other states and review their products. Yeah. With us taking our road trip to New Jersey. Um, specifically because we were, we were going to review a dispensary out west in Pittsburgh, in Philly, um, area. It's not Philly proper. Oh, uh, yeah. Look, hi. Just, no we question. are the better city on the east side. Of the, uh, the west we're, side. We're the west side. We are the good ones on the west side, and then there's also the east side of the state. No, no, I was right. I was west of Philly, though. A west of Philly? Yeah, I west thought of you Philly. meant west to Philly. No, no, like, no, no, sweetheart. I, I didn't add all my words again. It's okay. Um, I'm gonna wait this point. But then we went to New Jersey and tried their stuff, and it's 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 great. You know, and we loved it. And it's a great experience. I wouldn't say New Jersey was great. Oh you know, yeah, you know, the, the the weed part of it was great. Yeah, driving you know New Jersey. God, you, ugh. Did no, you notice I, that you're not allowed to make left hand turns in New Jersey? No, I haven't. I didn't until somebody told me. They were like, "Did you notice you have to turn right and turn right and turn right to go left?" And I was like. Really? You really do. There were really no lights where you could turn left. I will also say, throwing out with the New Jersey stuff, archaic, like Rocky Con, was really fun. That wasn't with the podcast, but that was just really fun to do. That was just really fun. Um, 
Did I accidentally? Was it? Um, who was it? Pittsburgh. Oh yeah. So um, <clears throat> Pittsburgh. Um, <laughs> Pittsburgh. Uh, normal. So sorry. You're good. Uh, <laughs> just, actually, do you want to hit the podcast? We'll yes, just continue and add it will, a little longer. Okay, we are going to record. All right. Okay. So now we have the uh, Pittsburgh Normal or the, the Pittsburgh chapter of Normal, which is a pro cannabis lobbyist group, I guess, technically. I think they lobby stuff. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Um, so they asked, what are our thoughts on cannabis companies sponsoring pride events? And how they can do more for the LGBTQIA plus community. Which, fucking smasher of a question, to be honest. I say yes, go for it. Because we have had, I, the, the, both communities, and that's why we just started this podcast. Mm-hmm. Both communities have a long, integrated history with they each do. other that I don't, we don't feel like is highlighted enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a huge part of the podcast, like our podcast background and everything. And I, I mean, like, fucking Juicy Holdings owns the dispensary Beyond Hello. And that's literally... Pride, the the Philly uh, pride flags in their logo. Mm-hmm. Um, they literally have it on their website of why they, you know, about them. They talk about the history of cannabis and the LGBT community, how they're integrated. Like the history is intertwined. Yes. Um, now, do I think they should sponsor cannabis events? Oh yeah. Or, or cannabis companies sponsor pride? Fuck yeah. Why not? Absolutely. I mean, the whole this is where my thing kind of comes through, right? They don't sell most of the time with the exception of, hey, we have batteries. We're going to give you batteries anyway. They're the same fucking price. Let's just throw a rainbow on it because it's pride. I'm like, yeah, yeah. As corporate pride goes, that is the least harmful version. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's not it's not giving like Bethesda, you know, just, you know, throwing a rainbow thing here and then overseas and like very anti-LGBT companies just keeping their logo the same. Yeah, that's no. Cannabis companies actually put their money usually where their money, their mouth is. They, while they're using the events as advertising spaces, a lot of the time, sorry, you're good. Um, they're also putting a lot of money into the event as well. Yes. Because we get it as like, I was talking, I'm not going to say names, I'm not going to say the name of the company I work for, but I work, we both work for, the mic, we both work for cannabis companies. And I was talking to our outreach manager at my, at my company, and I was trying to get them to table at Pride. Um, and they said they wanted uh, more money than the company was willing to give. And I'm like, I paid $200 over the course of two months. How much money do they want you to do? What are you trying to do? Yeah. You just see, I saw Rise, uh, which is GTI uh, brand company. Oh, yeah. We were standing next to Xfinity. Listen, you could even take that just out of your store's budget for the month. Yeah, honestly. It's $200. I don't know how much your store gets for, but I don't know if you can tell me. I don't. I don't know. I honestly. But don't I know. know how much my store gets for a budget for the month because I'm the manager there, mm-hmm. and it's that's nothing. Yeah, honestly. We just to put it in perspective, for one month's budget, we bought a new, brand new, expensive, fancy Keurig. We bought a brand new toaster oven. We bought four cases of coffee, three cases of coffee make creamers, and oh shit, ton of other shit. A bunch like seven cases of bags. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of stuff we got this month. So, I I will say, but like going back to the the whole cannabis, that's the part where I get where people are a little hesitant. It's not the they shouldn't work with Pride events; they should be able to because of the history and everything. It's just more of they are a corporation, so most of the MSOs. Yeah, I know I'm doing a lot of high end movements. <laughs> I don't I don't know why. Um, patty cake, patty cake. Um. <laughs> This is going to sound weird if you're just doing audio only. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I have no idea what's going on. Um, but there is a, the whole corporations kind of, we don't want corporation, like super big corporations. You know, mom and pop shops, that's fine, you know? And in a better world, like what I like to see is just like Pennsylvania only companies. Like, you know, when we go rec, I would love to see like mom and pop shops pop up. I've, we've been saying that since day one. Absolutely. Um, would love to see those kinds of things and just kind of no you're good um 
just have them at Pride. That'd be great, you yeah, know? that'd be so cool. Um, what was the other half of the question? Uh, oh, what? how can they do more for the, uh, the LGBT community? Be allies all year round. Yes. Support us all 100%. year round. If you are an ally all year round and you do stuff, you put your money where your mouth is like, um, some companies like Verano, I see on their Twitter every now and again, they're working with Mission Green and, you know, they're doing that Mission Green thing for the Weldon Project, which is very similar to the last Prisoner Project, right? I've made suggestions seeing that and made suggestions to the company I work for. Like, why don't we do that But during Pride or whatever, like, raise money for LGBT people? Like, we, my store specifically, um, a lot of cannabis companies will do, like, canned food drives. We take them to the, our, like, my store specifically, we take them to LGBT-based resource areas. I know that there are a couple companies that'll do, uh, like, Jared boxes, or they'll do stuff for Breast Cancer Awareness mm -hmm. Month. They'll get donations from there. Like, like jackets for people in the winter who mm -hmm. are experiencing, struggle, like, financial struggles with that. Like, we well, could do something small like that. It doesn't have to be something huge, yeah. you know? Minions... Tinians collect food for, and we took it to they took it to allies. Yeah, that's what that's what yeah, I was saying. Like we we did canned that. food drives, and mm -hmm. uh, we took one to uh, Hughes Kitchen, I think is what it's called, which is an LGBT. They have like the most flags I've ever seen in a building. Like they even had the gender queer flag oh. on their building. Um, we took it to them, and then we also took it to allies where we go get our doctor stuff done for our transitions. Um, And they, they have a, like a like a, a kitchen area for those who are experiencing struggles that way, and mm -hmm. that to me I feel like they are better used resources in and everything, and they're like they do good there. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to think what else like we could probably do like what you know cannabis companies like even the big guys just do besides just being allies all year round. Sorry, my shirt's feeling a little snug. Um, and honestly, I think that's the biggest fucking thing. Mm -hmm. Like, don't just show up at Pride events. Show up when something happens, you know. Fight against, like, take some of that energy you guys are also doing for cannabis reform and, like, actually use it to help the LGBT community as well. Like, all these trans people, like, say a trans ban gets implemented and... You know, we have unisex bathrooms at my store, but like, say there are gendered bathrooms, and that whole issue is like, what are you gonna do if someone calls the cops on a trans person that works for your company, and someone calls, or even just a cis person, and they do that trans bullshit thing, and they're trans? What are you gonna do to protect that employee? Like, what are you going to do to make sure that your employees feel safe in your stores? Because some companies aren't the greatest with LGBT stuff. No. Um, they don't have proper training or anything with that. Um, so there's, there's that, like provide proper resources for like, you know, make sure that people feel safe working for you. I think that's a big thing too, you know? Yeah. Um, cause the hiring man, so my boss is very good with that. Like my whole store is to be honest. Um, but when the hire, when my boss asked like what my pronouns were, he told my boss that my pronouns were buddy. And I'm like, do you not know what fucking pronouns? You need to go back to the first grade, my friend. It hasn't probably been that long for you. You are probably only at most 10, more, you're 10 years older than me. How do you not know what a fucking pronoun? How are you a hiring person and don't know what a pronoun is? Do I gotta pull out the, the, school, the school rock... Uh, VHS. I think you do. Uh, he may. Good grief! How do you go that long in life and not know what? I Listen, I had to do that in English class. Mm -hmm. Just basic English class. Uh, that was all the questions we unfortunately have gotten from people. But let's look. Let's look at the 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 subreddits. You know, let's look at like uh. I will say, it did not get to go to the bathroom on our half hour on our little break like I usually do. Uh, true, true. I mean, it is also kind of late. 
kind of late. What time even is it? Three o four. Yeah. I mean, do you want to see if we just find one question or something online and answer it? Sure. Or do you just want to say here's a good ending for us? I mean, this is probably good. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm happy with this. Got an extra ten minutes out of the podcast anyway. Yeah. We went a little longer, not the whole two hours, but you know, I honestly had a great time. Yeah, so did I. Not a, not a whole lot of interaction on the live show, but you know, it's all right. You know, people are busy. People are doing their thing. We were kind of hit or miss on whether we were doing live for a while. It's also so. a weird time for people. It's also a Sunday. Yeah, people got groceries and stuff they got to do. Um, so thank you all so much for, if you're listening to this uh, after the fact or watching this after the fact. Thank you all so much. Uh, for being with us for our 100th episode, we are so excited to actually hit this mark. Um, we have honestly didn't think we would. I, I didn't think we would get here. I honestly, didn't think people would actually like what we were doing at first. Like I was worried when I was first starting, I was going to do it with other people. Before I just said, you know what, I want to do this with my spouse. They're cool. That we our humors click real well together. Um, I know how you know how much of a drive you have for this kind of stuff. Um, I didn't think we would get here. Um, and so it's very nice to kind of see that we did get here. And I'm mm -hmm. very grateful for that. I'm also grateful for you. I'm going to be a little sappy, everybody, real fast. Sap alert. Sap I'm very alert. sappy to be on this journey with you. That's an inside joke for when we play Stardew, by the way. Um, but I'm very happy and grateful to be on this journey with you. And then we can do this together. I think it's a really cute thing that we could do as a couple um and i really like doing this with you like i really really like doing this with you i do think we should go live on instagram a bit more that'd be fun but like not with podcast recording stuff just being live and goofing off maybe we could just sit down here and smoke yeah honestly um, smoke sessions like a session share where we just talk about things we're 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 doing. We're doing and just knowledge we're gaining outside of the podcast stuff. I've been learning a lot about unions recently. I've gotten real into my own union. Uh, shout out again the second time during all of this, Adam Conover. He's a very passionate union man, and I am trying to also be a very passionate union guy because I feel like they are definitely very important. And mm -hmm. It's definitely something that, that should be. Everybody should have a union. No, I agree. Uh, is there anything you want to add before we sign off? I don't think so. Then this has just been, it's been fun, you know? Yeah. It's been a fun drive to a hundred. Yeah. Well, here's to 900 more. I'm going to at least get you a thousand. That'd be fun. I mean, I would have loved to do this for years, to be honest. <laughs> well, once again, my name is Raven. I use she, her pronouns. I'm Asmodeus. I use they, them pronouns. And this has been our 100th episode of Smoking, Smoking Out the Closet. Out the closet. Bye. Bye. Bye.